Well, it is about that time and it is time for Ready, Set, Real Estate. And I am so stoked as always, you guys, to bring valuable information. So today we are, I'm calling this interrupting our regularly scheduled program to bring much needed information to the forefront. And we are going to be talking about foreclosures. And in particular, this is going to be about foreclosures in Inglewood and in the surrounding areas. So those of you who are native to Cali, native to LA, this is for you. And so my guest today, Jennifer Jen Laurent, who is a broker. I'm so excited to connect with this sister because she is just as empowered, armed, equipped, equipped with this information. So Jen, welcome to the show. I am so excited to have you. Um, and we are going to, we're really going to talk about what needs to be talked about. Thanks <laughs> for having me. I appreciate the opportunity and the chance to work with you. So thank you so much. Absolutely. So for those of you um, who are not familiar with foreclosures, right? So what we like to do, Jen, on the show is keep it real basic, powerful, sweet, um, and that way we cover definitions. So this is uh, a platform where we are arming and educating people with terms and concepts. For those who are not familiar with foreclosures, would you break that down for us just as basic as it can get so that people really can overstand is what I like to say, what foreclosures mean. And then we'll talk about the significance of the impact in our, our surrounding communities. Okay, I can do that. So essentially what a foreclosure is in the state of California, every state has different foreclosure laws, but in the state of California, what happens is once you get behind so far in your mortgage, then the lender can start the foreclosure process. And it's actually a multi-stage um, process. So initially what they'll do is they'll file what's called a notice of default. And when I say file a notice of default, they send a copy to you, but they also file a copy with the LA or the county recorder's office for whatever county that you're in. This makes it part of public record. And you start in that uh, notice of default stage and you're there for approximately 90 days. 90 days after the notice of default has been filed, if you have not been able to work out a solution with the lender, catch up on your payments, or um, exercise some of your other options, then the lender will file the next step, which is called a notice of trustee sale. And again, when I say file, that means they file this document with the county recorder's office. From the date that they file, they usually schedule a foreclosure auction approximately 21 days from the date of that notice of trustee sale. 
and when I say and then your property can go to auction so when it goes to auction it's an actual public auction and they're held at different locations sometimes it may be held on the steps of a reporter's office um, I've seen some where they've been held at like a banquet room at like a double tree you know different venues but it's actually a public auction and people can go in and bid for your property and the highest bidder will be awarded that property if no one bids on the property then the property goes back to the bank and once it goes back to the bank that's when you start hearing the term REO which means real estate owned and once it goes back to the bank then usually what will happen is um, the owners or the tenants whoever's occupying the property they sometimes will try to negotiate with you to move out other times they may start an unlawful detainer process to get the occupants out of the house so that whether it's a new private owner who purchased the property at the auction or if it's the bank they can get the property vacant so then they can do whatever it is they want to do with the property after that wow um, for those of you who just tuned in uh, please hit the replay button on this because that was about 30 second to 45 second worth of wealth of information on foreclosures. So Jen, thank you so much because you basically truncated the entire experience litigation. And I tell folks, right, this is litigation. Um, that you're experiencing if you find yourself in that situation. So let's talk about, um, so just a little bit about your background because it'll kind of fill in for those who are um, not familiar with you, just your background and how you're able to kind of, um, care comes in my mind because that's what you exude. The fact that See, Jen and I connected on Facebook, and thankfully, those of you who are utilizing social media to connect and expand and build your networks, which is what I always say, I invite you to connect, build, and share with me. Jen was one of those people, individuals that had shared a post that garnered a lot of attention, and it had to do with foreclosure. It had to do with investors. It had to do with um, what's going on with why we're not having a conversation amongst each other in the community, why are we not getting the resource? So Jen, um, share with us your background in real estate and then we'll get into what I'm excited about, what you're doing, which is a private webinar on foreclosures in Inglewood. Okay, <clears throat> I fell into this business kind of by accident. I met someone and this is back in probably the early 2000s and he said he was a real estate investor. So I was curious about what he did and I actually worked with him for him for a while and what we would do is we'd get a foreclosure list. Uh, a few minutes ago I talked about how the notice of default is filed with the county recorder's office. Well there are companies that go and they um, put all of the information, all of the notice of defaults together into a list and they sell these lists to investors. Hmm. So we would get this list every day and we each had an area, we'd go out and we'd knock on the homeowner's door. Hey, I see that, you know, home, that the bank is, you know, saying that you're behind on your payments. You know, how can we help you? His end goal was, of course, to buy the property. But what started happening for me is that as I'm talking to the families and different things like that, I want to, well, how can I help you? How can I keep helping you stay in your home? What caused this? And back at that time, there were actually loans where you could refinance out of foreclosure as long as you have a certain amount of equity. 
So um, in doing that, I was trained on how to recognize a distressed property. There's certain things that you look for, you know, the condition of the property from the outside. If there's the notices, um, you know, posted on the door, if the property looks vacant um, and things like that. So that's always stayed with me. So after I stopped working with the investor, I ended up getting my real estate, my salesperson's license. Um, I started doing loans, worked for a couple of big banks, Chase, Bank of America, worked for some individual mortgage brokers, and then I ended up getting my broker's license. So for me, um, for the past couple of years, I focused on the loan side, helping people get into homes, first-time buyer programs and things of that nature. But um, I decided I want to go back on the listing and sales side right now because I see so many homes in so many areas where the values are appreciating and people are still going into foreclosure, getting that notice of default, getting that notice of trustee sale and actually losing their properties. And that's what my Facebook post was actually about. Um, and kind of what started this for me in the Inglewood area is I've been in Inglewood for only about three years. Um, I take my grandkids to school and they go, both go to school in Inglewood. So as I'm driving, you know, down Venice, up Fifth Avenue, you know, whatever the case may be, I started seeing for sale signs. There are certain agents who are uh, well-known um, foreclosure agents or REO agents, agents who work for the banks. So, for example, there's Philip Baroda who works for Coldwell Bank out of Beverly Hills. I saw one of his signs in the front yard of a um, home on Van Ness in, I want to say, 81st or 82nd. And, you know, kind of struck me as odd. Wow, why is that an REO when the values up here are going up so high? Um, the other thing I started noticing um, is the uh, big storage pods. You know how they deliver pods to your front yard and you can put all your things in it? Um, usually that's an indication of someone packing up their stuff. I'm kind of nosy. I would see those. I'd go back and run the address. And sure enough, it would be someone who was noticed default or on foreclosure. So from there, I started, I go on Zillow. And for example, today, if you go on Zillow and you search for foreclosure homes in Inglewood, Zillow is going to tell you there's approximately 113 homes today that are in some stage of foreclosure, whether it's pre-foreclosure, which is notice of default, or foreclosure, where they have that notice of trustee sale. So looking at these numbers and these signs and different things like that, it clicked in my head, okay, there's definitely a need for this conversation because with all of the development, with the stadium coming, um, if you want to call it gentrification, redevelopment, however you want to term it, our property values over here are skyrocketing. And in my opinion, there's no reason that someone should have to lose their home to the bank or to an investor when they have a tremendous amount of equity in their home. Absolutely. And I'm so glad that you are stepping up, especially when I look at those who are either watching and I, I've been privy to some of the conversations that have been happening over time is everyone is rattled about what's happening, but are, but what are we doing about it, right? So what, what resources are available? Are you talking to someone? Are we getting to a place? And I've said this, I've spoken to my partner about this. If I can find the formula to figure out a way that we can help those individuals and or families that are facing foreclosure, like 
that's the code. What is the code in helping? Because it all goes for not. And I think you had shared just kind of a perspective, which was very profound and interesting that became a dinner table conversation with my family last night. Because again, we are watching and we, again, it is public information when the notice of default and the filings take place on the property. So it's no secret anymore. The cat is out the back. And so again, it became a, a point of conversation because I said, well, as a professional, I'm reaching out, we're reaching out to people to help and they don't respond or they're non-responsive. And then you see that the bank ends up getting it. And you painted such a picture that was so profound where you said that was an opportunity for um, business or just kind of, especially with us, we, we earn our income from commission. So that was a sales opportunity that goes to feed our family that allows, it's a cycle, right? And then that person could have had equity um, in their property that they can then take the proceeds of the sale and do either downsize or transition to something else. And life is not completely over when you lose your property. So I'm a little bit more passionate about this, especially because, you know, I'm out in the field, I'm door knocking, we're doing them, you know, we're doing, we're active, right? We're proactive and trying to be a resource rather than being reactive and sitting back and saying, well, oh, we couldn't help. So I'm really happy that you're doing this. So tell us a little bit more about your upcoming webinar that will be covering uh, foreclosures. And so you guys who are listening to the replay, thank you. Make sure you hit the link, you register. This is a private webinar that I, I'm glad she's um, indicating that we're making it, making sure that we can create a platform where we hold that we have the conversation, especially because a lot of you are scrolling on your timeline anyway. So why not come get some foreclosure information and get the resources that you need? So tell us a little bit more about your webinar. Okay, well, the reason I'm so happy that you're doing it. That's why. <laughs> the reason I decided to do a webinar is because it's um in my experience, and you may have experiences door knocking. When I was working with the investor, oftentimes you knock on someone's door, and they're like, well. I'm going to work it out. I'm praying on it. My family said they're going to come up with the money. I mean, they have all of these reasons and um, what they believe are solid options to get out of foreclosure. And nine times out of 10, these options weren't panning out. Um, the other part of it is, like you were mentioning, uh, the cat is out of the bag. Once that notice of default is filed and it becomes public record, then the, the homeowner is inundated with mailers, people knocking on the door, people calling on the phone, these uh, things like that. It becomes very overwhelming. And sometimes it's like if you don't know what your true options are, how do you compare it to what you're hearing? How do you know what's real? You know, some people will come and they'll say, oh, well, you know you're in foreclosure, the bank is gonna come lock your house, so you need to sell it to me today. No, that's not true. You know, um, you might get letters from a bankruptcy attorney and, you know, trying to understand, well, is bankruptcy really gonna work? If you do a chapter 13, the chapter 13 will help you catch up on the past due plans, but you still have to make your current mortgage payment as well. So if you've come into a financial situation where you can barely afford the first, uh, the mortgage payment, which is what got you into this situation, 
have your finances improved to the point where you can make the past due payments to the bankruptcy court and keep up with the regular payment. So there's a lot of um, information um, and education to be had by homeowners so that they know, you know, kind of they can weed through the offers that they're getting. They can understand what their real options are. And sometimes if things sound too good to be true, it probably is. Um, you know, so that's the first piece. The other thing is because I know um, your credit, your income, your home, for a lot of us, that's tied to our sense of self, that's tied to our self-esteem, and to how we believe other people are going to view us. So there are a lot of agencies that do um, foreclosure counseling seminars, uh, West Angeles CDC, Los Angeles Neighborhood Housing, um, you can go on the internet and Google um, HUD approved counseling agency and find different nonprofits that can do counseling for foreclosures. But here's the thing. Nobody, very few people will want to come and sit in a room with a bunch of other people and have everyone know that you're in foreclosure, that you're having some kind of financial issue. So um, light bulb went on in my head. Well, what if we do a webinar? You know, that way the person can log in from wherever they are. Nobody has to know your business and you can get the information that you need. And if you want to ask questions, then you can reach out, you know, via chat or whatever later on through email or social media and get, you know, private one on one information. So I'm hoping that will um, encourage people to participate in the conversation um, to get information and to get answers because in the Facebook post um, that I did that you mentioned that got so much response, it was a homeowner who owed the bank $260,000. Their property went to um, auction. Someone, an investor, paid $413,000 for it. And now that investor has painted it, fixed it up, and has it on the market for $549,000. That's equity that could have gone directly to that homeowner. And I use it in the example, even if the homeowner, homeowner only listed it for 413000 the difference between that and the two sixty they owed the bank was a little over $140,000. A couple of things with that. They could have, you know, had that money to start over. And here's the thing with foreclosure. Um, when you have a foreclosure on your history, you cannot get another home loan um, for three to seven years. If you get an FHA loan, then you can get it in three years. But for a conventional loan, it takes seven years. And I want to stress that because where you are today may completely change within the next seven years. So, for example, I have a client. He um, owns several pieces of property. And when we had the big mortgage implosion back in, you know, 2008, 2009, he let one of his investment properties go as a foreclosure. So now here we are six years later and his credit is rebuilt. He's got great income. His primary residence is now worth close to a million dollars. Well, he had refinanced it with an FHA loan. He only owes about $400,000 on this loan. He wants to get rid of his PMI so he can lower his payment by $200 a month, but he cannot get a conventional loan because that seven year period is not up. So, Again, the reason for, you know, talking to someone before it gets to that foreclosure stage because you don't know what the implications are going to be further down the line. Um, I can talk forever, but um, as no, far it's as completely fine. Didn't I say I said <laughs> 
See, I can do master teacher, master student. And so with my guests, I'll let you roll. I, I am entrusting you, especially as another professional. And the fact that you're stepping out and you're doing something about it, I, I love you and I highly respect you for it because um, that's what we need to see as a collective among industries in uh, among professionals in the industry, especially because there's so much happening and I'm like, look, I'm reading these threads in the Lamert Park groups and the Inglewood groups and the LA groups and the Watts groups and the Compton groups and the Hawthorne groups, all these areas that are completely going through changes and redevelopment. And like you said, call it what it is. Yes, it's changes that's happening. So what resources do people have available? And I, I'm really happy that we can utilize social media to talk about it. One, two, create a online community about it which is to, regi to, to register for the webinar, which I'm, I'm highlighting it here, Jen, for you. It's March 7th. It's a seven o'clock uh, Pacific time, correct? Yes. So it's gonna run about one hour, you guys. And um, I'm not sure if you had already touched on who's going to be on the panel, um, but, oh, you did, you did, excuse me. Cause I was like, I was <laughs> listening and I'm like, Yes, I'm so excited because this information is so, so needed. I'm so happy that you talked about the counseling agencies and the various organizations that are avail available to help. So we've got to stop wearing the shame hat. We it ends today. It ends today. We have got to do something different in order to get different results, right? Let's not do the insanity, doing the same thing over and over, expecting different results. And also, ignoring the calls and the letters and i get it it's difficult to pick what agent out of 50 um to work with but you know you gotta you gotta start somewhere so i'm so happy about that jen um so you can all connect with jen she's on facebook her social media is what's your facebook tag name jen laurent look jen laurent on facebook you can definitely click on the link in the comment in the comment box, you guys. It'll take you straight to the Eventbrite to get registered for the webinar. That way you can be part of, I think, something very significant that's happening right now. And I'm all for webinars. Let me say this. I appreciate live workshops, but with life happening, with also the, the mental, spiritual, the emotional um, weight that people are carrying when you're dealing with financial strains, um, it's very difficult to get up and show up. And so I really appreciate that Jen and the team is creating a platform, an online community, that way you can participate. And if you want it to be one-on-one, -on -one, you can take it offline with the people that you're connected with. So I think this is great and I'm excited because I, I you know me, I'm webinars. I'm all for webinars. <laughs> I teach the babies on webinars. And so it's great that we can offer something for the community so we can stop complaining, chatting, ranting, rambling, and be proactive and do something about it. So for those of you who, who are going on and on about, hey, you know, they took my house or they did this, they did that, guess what? The onus is here. Definitely, definitely. Um, and also, I wanted to mention this webinar is not just for people who are in danger right now of going into foreclosure, but it's for um, it's for everyone so that you do have the knowledge because um, one of the panelists will be a lender. 
And we can kind of look at certain types of loans that have a history of going into default, going into foreclosure. And then there's some pro loan programs that people um, took out several years ago that may be changing and it's going to be important for them especially now that we're in a rising interest rate market to look at that to do a mortgage analysis and see where you are and how these rising interest rates are going to affect you for example um people who took out helocs home equity lines of credit you know within the last 10 years most helocs are set up where for the first 10 years you're only paying interest and it's kind of an open-end um loan against your house and you can reuse it and reuse it but after the 10th year it becomes a closed-end loan and the, then you start paying principal and interest so i had a client for example um, her interest only payment was $132 a month, but once it changed into a closed in loan and she's paying principal and interest, her payment went to $800 a month. That's a huge difference, a huge jump from $132 to $800. So that is somewhere where someone can potentially get behind on their mortgage and fall into foreclosure. Um, for the last few years, we've been in a very low interest rate market. So people were taking adjustables where it changes every month or they were doing the hybrid arms where it's a, you know fixed for five years, seven years. Well, if you're at the end of that five or seven year term and rates right now, you know, the last couple of years, they've been in the high threes, low fours. Now we're in the high fours, lows, low fives. So if your rate is starting to go up, that means your payment is starting to go up as well. You know, now maybe the time to sit down with a lender and you know weigh your options do I kind of you know stay where I am and see what happens or should I go ahead and take a fixed rate now and know that I'm locked in at you know 4.75 for the next 30 years because I don't know what's going to happen in the market but the adjustable is another mortgage product where the changes can cause people to get behind so again, this for, this webinar is not just for people who are currently in foreclosure, it's actually for everyone. Um, just to get the information, to get the knowledge. Um, another panelist is a, a real estate attorney, you know, and we um, I wanted to have a real estate attorney on there because another way that I see us losing property in the community is when an older person dies. You know, if there's a small mortgage left on the house, um, there are certain things that the family needs to do. Um, in my opinion, you know, a trust is a good vehicle to put your property in so that when the person passes, you don't have to go through the probate court. Oftentimes I've seen family get families get caught up in a probate court, either with the expense of the probate, the probate attorney's fees, or fighting amongst themselves to decide who's going to be the administrator of the estate and be able to make decisions. And while the family is fighting and going through this court process, the bank is continuing with the foreclosure process. So there's so many like day-to-day -day things um, that can happen that can put someone into foreclosure that again, getting the information up front, it's kind of like going through a fire drill. You know, you do it, you do it, you do it. And when the fire happens, then you just jump into that response mode and you know what to do. So that's what I'm hoping will, you know, come out of this webinar is just getting the information out there so people know what to do. Um, and another thing that resonates with me is that, you know, um, 
we talk about gentrification of our communities, Lamert Park, West Adams, Inglewood. Um, there was recently an article in the LA Times that said the next new and up and coming area is gonna be South LA, Watts and Compton. Um, I've been attending some of the gentrification workshops, you know, that are being held, uh, community meetings, churches, and different things like that. And it's like, yes, there are arguments on this side and there are valid things that we can do. Um, in Inglewood, there's a petition going around about rent control and different things like that. But at the same time, those external things are happening to us. Um, I believe that, you know, at a certain point, we need, we need to figure out, you know, how can we get together, mobilize, protect our own assets, um, pool our resources um, in the community as a community. Because, again, we can do meetings and marches and protests and petitions, but that building over where Daniel Freeman used to be is still going to be built. And those condos are still going to have a price point at close to a million dollars. So I think things need to be um, addressed in different ways from all sides. And one of those ways is for us to have more knowledge and education, number one, about how to get into a home because our home ownership rates are lower than um, everyone else's. And then also how to keep that home um, once we're in there because our foreclosure rates tend to be a little bit higher. So it's just like a multi-sided, multi-faceted conversation that needs to be had. Right. Right, and, and we've had it here, and this is a snippet of it. I thank you, Jen. <laughs> We're gonna wrap it up. I like to keep it short and sweet, but this was definitely powerful. Uh, if you're catching us on the replay, thank you. Be sure to invite someone to share, and be sure to invite someone to register for the upcoming webinar covering foreclosures, and I'm glad Jen said it, you don't have to be facing web and, uh, foreclosure to be a part of this, but it's good to be armed to see uh, post-home ownership and also pre-home ownership, right? How do you even get into a home? Uh, as she said, that she'll have the uh, professionals on the panel that will be able to share with you, and I think it's great because I'm Again, I'm a webinar person. I just didn't I share with you offline. I'm spoiled because I just like having this camera here at my <laughs> that I could just do everything right here. And if we could get this information out to everyone instead of me trying to uh, hope, beg and plead for people to show up to a live workshop. That's all gravy. But guess what? We have to innovate the technology, make sure we're using this as a resource to get the information out there. And I commend you because I think one of the things you said was, I'm not too tech savvy, but you stepped out there and guess what happened? You found the team to support you. And that's all we're saying. Step up, step out, and guess what happens? Amazing things happen. So we're gonna have a great webinar. The information is on the screen, you guys. You can click on the chat box as well. Click the link, it'll take you directly to register for March 7th. That's 2018 at seven o'clock Pacific time. And again, it's great to be a part of this. So you'll hear from real estate professionals, attorney, lender, HUD counselor, to equip you and arm you with this information to really be preventative. Um, I think doctors say it all the time, right, Jen? Mm -hmm. Prevention is the best form of treatment or best form of care. So any last remarks you wanna share? Just thank you for giving me the opportunity to share this information and um, 
you guys, let's get together and let's do it. Let's make some good things happen in the community. Absolutely. Thanks, you guys. I will see you next week on Ready, Set, Real Estate. Stay tuned for phenomenal things.